Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. And here we go. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net, and I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. And last week, were the rock splitting? Yes, they were up on Capitol Hill. There were some fiery testimony, fiery speeches about, uh, well, Attorney General Barr and the Mueller report, and we're going to talk about that in just a few minutes, and I want to take you back i want to take you back to the to the 2016 election for a moment after donald trump won the election for president of the united states there's a lot of people who felt so much because of the press reporting on these leaks that were pouring out of the obama administration and we had speeches like this a well-respected civil rights congressman John Lewis, and this is what he had to say to Chuck Todd on NBC back uh, after the election in 2016. Take a listen to this. You have um, forged relationships with many presidents. Do you plan on trying to forge a relationship with Donald Trump? You know, I believe in forgiveness. I believe in trying to work with people. Um, it's, it's going to be hard. It's going to be very difficult. Uh, I don't see this president-elect as a legitimate president. You do not consider him a legitimate president. Why is that? I, I think the Russians participated in helping this man get elected mm -hmm. and they helped destroy the candidacy of Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't plan to attend inauguration. It would be the first one that I miss uh, since I've been in the Congress. You, you cannot be at home with something that you feel that is wrong. That's going to send a, that's right. going to send a big message to a lot of people in this country that you don't believe he's a legitimate president. I think there was a conspiracy on the part of the Russians and others to help him get elected. That's not right. That's not fair. That's not the open democratic process. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you, I've met Congressman Lewis before, and I respect him. He is a stand-up American citizen. He's a civil rights icon, and he's stood up for freedom many times in the segregated South and and has paid a heavy price. But he, he's a congressman from Georgia. I do not like his politics. But did you hear how he said that? At this point, right after the election in 2016, he could not believe that Donald Trump would be a legitimate president because he really thought that the Trump campaign had colluded with the Russians and they helped him get elected. 
I would like to ask him now, since the Mueller report has come out, can he know that his president is legitimate? Can he know that? Ask all these liberals, all these people who pulled so much for Hillary Clinton and couldn't believe that Donald Trump could actually beat her in a fair, square election. And they tell you all these things from the very day after the election, the poison that started pouring out of the Obama administration that was soon to leave. I'm talking about from the CIA. I'm talking about from the FBI. And now we know what uh, struck and page from the, uh, the hierarchy of the FBI. James Comey, the director of the FBI then. We're finding out these things, and it's, it's devastating when you realize that what Rush Limbaugh was talking about, there's really a coup. There was a coup to go on to knock out a constitutionally elected president of the United States. And you have people like John Lewis, well-respected Congressman Lewis, saying that from everything he'd heard, he really felt like the Russians helped put Donald Trump in office. And therefore, for the first time, he would not even attend the inauguration. It was a huge statement. And now with the Mueller report, it's out. Two and a half years later, two and a half years later, what happened? Well, the Democrats took over the House of Representatives. They have a majority there now. My question is, they called President Trump illegitimate. Now, what is the Democratic majority in the House of Representatives? For two years before the 2018 election, they hammered away at Russian collusion. Adam Schiff, Congressman Adam Schiff, head of the Intelligence uh, Committee there in the House, that he was minority ahead of the uh, the minority because the Republicans were in charge, but they hammered away. He said he had proof of collusion, proof of collusion, and they, NBC, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, uh, PBS, and, and CNN, the Trump, anti-Trump, the Trump-hated, hateful media, the mainstream media, the... <laughs> What Trump had to call, start calling fake news because he knew there was no collusion. And yet they put on anybody that would speak of collusion and the way Trump got elected. And they made it feel like it was real that Trump had colluded in his campaign had colluded. And they went hammering that over and over. And therefore they... They hyped up the election of the midterm election of 2018. Said if you, if you know the way the president conducted his campaign with the Russians, he's illegitimate, and we got to get him back, and we got to impeach him, we got to throw him out of office. And now the tables are turned because it's the Democrats who've taken over the House who are illegitimate. When by that, what I mean is, yes, their elections, they were elected freely what i'm talking about is they used this fake they dossier they used this fake hoax of the mother uh, investigation they did not want it to go quickly they wanted it to last after the election and you have to wonder why did bob Mueller? why did bob Mueller wait after election we've talked about it before 
was it to get the Democrats in charge of the House so that they would impeach Donald Trump? Tell me. Somebody please tell me why the Democratic majority in the House is legit. How can they be legit if the reason the most of them were where they flipped over 40 seats from Republican to Democrat by hammering away on this collusion in the Mueller investigation, and now we find Mueller found no collusion, and, and this is how the Democrats got in charge of the House of Representatives. There should be a payday coming. The truth should be coming out. The mainstream media should start listening to what, well, uh, we say Senator Graham at the hearings just before they uh, had Attorney General Barr last week in front of the Judicial, Judiciary Committee of the Senate. This is what uh, 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 Senator Graham from South Carolina had to say something about why did this whole Mueller report have to be? Why did it get started? So take a listen to what he said before the hearing started with Attorney General Barr. The other campaign was investigated, not by Mr. Mueller, by people within the Department of Justice. The accusation against the Clinton, Secretary Clinton, was that she set a private server up somewhere in her house and classified information was on it to avoid the disclosure requirements and the transparency requirements required of being Secretary of State. So that was investigated. What do we know? We know that the person in charge of investigating hated Trump's guts. I don't know how Mr. Mueller felt about Trump, but I don't think anybody on our side believes that he had a personal animosity toward the president to the point he couldn't do his job. This is what Strzok said on February 12, 2016. Now, he's in charge of the Clinton email investigation. Oh, he's Trump's abysmal. I keep hoping the charade will end and people will just dump him. February 12, 2016. Page is the uh, Department of Justice lawyer assigned to this case. March 3rd, 2016. God, Trump is a loathsome human being. Strzok. Oh, my God. Trump's an idiot. Page, he's awful. Struck. God, Hillary, should win 100 million to nothing. Compare those two people to Mueller. March 16th, 2016. I cannot believe Trump is likely to be an actual serious candidate for president. July the 21st, 2016. Trump is a disaster. I have no idea how destabilizing his presidency would be. August the 8th, 2016. Three days before Strzok was made deputy acting uh, in charge of the counterintelligence division of the FBI. He's never going to become president, right? Page to Strzok. No, no, he won't. We'll stop him. These are the people investigating the Clinton email situation and start the counterintelligence investigation of the Trump campaign. Compare them Mueller. August the 15th, 2016. Struck. I want to believe the path you threw out for consideration in Andy's office, that there's no way he gets elected, but I'm afraid we can't take that risk. It's like an insurance policy in the that you die before you're 40. August 26, 2016.
just went to the Southern Virginia Walmart, I could smell the Trump support. I think you can see how Lindsey Graham, Senator Lindsey Graham, was uh, preparing to say, look, this Mueller report, it, it, once it's over with, and it's over with, we can discuss it, but we've got to find out where, where it came from. Why were all these accusations coming out from the hierarchy of the FBI? And that's what we've been talking about here some. We know that uh, Sean Hannity's talked about on his show, but in the mainstream media, nobody wants to pursue the potential abuse that came out of the CIA and FBI of the Obama administration. And that's why we go back and listen to uh, what, you know, what has been said. And I, and I continue to ask that question. Is the House of Representatives, Democrat-led House of Representatives, is the fact that the Democrats are in charge, is it legitimate? Well, yes, they were voted in by voters in, in the different various uh, districts, and, and there are some California Republicans who were ahead on election night, and then they kept counting votes and counting votes and counting votes, and after a week or two, until the Democrats finally got ahead, then they stopped counting votes. But that that's a, a, a story for another time. But yes, they won in the votes. But how did they win? By declaring collusion, collusion, Russia, Russia, Trump is bad, Trump is bad, Trump is a tr- traitor. That's what went on in campaign after campaign after commercial after commercial. And now we find out that all of the Mueller, after the Mueller probe, the Mueller investigation is concluded and there's no collusion. And and that's how a majority of the Democrats got elected. They flipped uh, over 40 seats from Republican to Democrat with this charade of news, media, mainstream media, barking up a tree without proof, without facts, and they kept barking and barking and barking till the Democrats won the midterms in the House. Is it legit? That is the question. And now they speak of impeachment, and they embarrassed themselves at the hearings. The other day, when uh, Senator uh, Attorney General Barr was there at the in front of the Senate uh, Judiciary Committee, now we have got to talk about what happened some last week. Before I do, let me remind you: you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on WebTalkRadio.net. That's WebTalkRadio.net, and you can go. Get our book, uh, I say our, because I wrote a book along with Dr. Alveda King, Dr. Alex McFarland, called Bedrock Truths. You can order that book. Go to my website, www.docholiday.org, holiday of two L's. And I do want to invite you to uh, check out our Facebook page, Doc, Dr. Ed Holiday's Rock Splitting Politics. Uh, check that out on Facebook. Like us right there. We can put some things up there that we can't necessarily get into our uh, internet radio show every week so we appreciate you listening to us tell your friends and neighbors about us we'll keep growing this is a, uh, a not an election year in most parts of the country it is in the state of mississippi we've got a hot governor's race that uh, republican primary democratic primary i know uh, some of my listeners do live here in the state of mississippi so we'll 
we'll uh, keep you informed what's going on there but the rest of the country looking can a democrat win the governorship in the state of mississippi where well, a lot of democrats think they have a good chance this time and that might help uh steer more democrats into hoping they'll win the 2020 election if they can get a governor of mississippi in uh 2019 then why not uh get a democrat in the White House in 2020. That's, uh, that would be a big statement if Democrats could win the governorship in the state of Mississippi. So here, here's some things that I want you to understand before we get back to last week's, uh, hearings on the Hill is there, there is this sense of where are we now? Where's the conservative movement? Uh, Trump's in the White House. Is he really conservative enough? He's been, he's been a very conservative. But we have to see, how did we get here? Ted Cruz was the last man standing uh, against uh, Donald Trump trying to win a Republican primary. And where did he come from? Why am I asking these questions? Well, about 10 years ago, in fact, it's 10 years ago, uh, we had something called the Tea Party Movement. That's when Doc Holliday's rock-splitting politics really got started. You're in the Tea Party movement, and I wrote a book or two about that. We got involved in speaking at different uh, Tea Party rallies. So what has that done? Ten years. Where's the Tea Party now? Is it still existing? Is Or what happened to Tea Partiers? Who's the leader of the Tea Party? Did the Tea Party ever have any one leader? Well, we're going to talk about that in next week's show. We, we I want to do it on a 10-year anniversary, which was really if you want to say, is on uh, April 15th, tax day that really kicked off the Tea Party movement in 2009, uh, just a few months after uh, the uh, Barack Obama been elected. And there were some Tea Parties already started, but really calling it on tax day, Tea Party meaning TEA taxed enough already. So there is a lot to say. What did it have an effect on America? Did it have an effect on your state? We're going to explore that next week. Should have a good 10-year anniversary show of the Tea Party movement. So listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics next week, and we'll just uh, in, devote the entire show to the Tea Party and what it's meant. And and Doc Holliday uh, will fill you in on how it has affected our politics and is still working today. Where? Where? Some people say, where's the Tea Party? It's working, and I'm going to tell you about it next week. So listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics next week, and uh, be sure to tell your friends and neighbors about what's going to be up next week's show here. So keep listening. Keep telling your friends and family. Send out links. Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Send out those links to uh, friends that uh, you have and know, and uh, we appreciate that. And keep listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. Now, let's get back and let's uh, talk about last week's hearings. And I'll tell you, one of the senators, you hear all kind of abysmal sounds and words coming out of some of these liberal Democrats, socialists in many, many instances, but one of the worst things I heard last week was a foul-mouthed senator. And I say foul-mouthed because she just impugned the dignity of the Attorney General of the United States, sat there, didn't ask questions, just made a speech belittling him and saying things that were, and not giving him any chance to defend himself. And she, you talk about a bully. 
Her face was the face of a bully. Her actions were the actions of a bully. And her brain looked like it was shrinking. As she talked, her brain was shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. And I think it was about the size of a peanut by the time she got finished. And that's uh, Senator Hirano from uh, Hawaii. She was really pathetic. You know, uh, uh, I told you I, I met some great Republican delegates to at the Republican National Convention in Cleveland back in 2016 and some great delegates from the state of Hawaii. And I remember sending an email to uh, w one of those delegates and ask about Senator Hirano, uh, not on this, but on some other things uh, back a year ago. They just said pray for her because she is so wicked, just wicked. And she, her wickedness came out in a way she did not give the attorney general any respect and then did not give him a chance to defend himself and berated him over and over and over, over and over. And uh, and the chairman of the committee, uh, Senator Graham, he he said, we, we just can't keep having this if you're just going to hammer our witnesses. Then he asked him a question, just hammered him, hammered him, and impugned his name. And uh, like I said, if anybody lost, it wasn't Attorney General Barr, I think we saw a senator's brain shrink to the size of a peanut. That's the way, that's the way Doc Holliday sees it. So... Uh, well, let, I'm going to play a little bit of that for you so you can hear how awful this is. I, I couldn't stand it. five minutes of it. Now, I'm not going to play you five minutes of this because it is pathetic for the uh, an American senator. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, or Independent. This is not the way to treat a witness when you want answers. And she, you know, it's like she's running for president. And we had several uh, people on that committee running for president. It's like they're they're not helping the American people. They're being selfish and trying to ask questions so they can put it on their TV commercials. And their commercials say, look what I said. Look what I did. They're so selfish. They cannot see how they can help the country. They can only see how they can help themselves. Yes, I'm talking about Senator Cory Booker. I'm talking about Senator Kamala Harris. And you'll see, uh, well, uh, there are other senators. And, and you know, uh, again, Senator Bob Bennett from Colorado jumped in the race. It just keeps growing. <laughs> you think, is there a stampede coming? No, it's not a stampede. It's the <laughs> Democratic uh, candidates for the election of the president next year. And uh, it it could be a stampede. It may run over each other. I don't know. But let me play this from this uh, Senator Harona from uh, Hawaii. Can people know that you are no different from Rudy Giuliani or Kellyanne Conway or any of the other people who sacrificed their once decent reputation for the grifter and liar who sits in the Oval Office? You once turned down a job offer from Donald Trump to represent him as his private attorney. At your confirmation hearing, you told Senator Feinstein that, quote, the job of attorney general is not the same as representing, end quote, the president. So you know the difference, but you've chosen to be the president's lawyer and side with him over the interests of the American people. To start with, you should never have been involved in supervising the Robert Mueller investigation. You wrote a 19-page unsolicited memo which you admit was not based on any facts, attacking the premise of half of the investigation. 
And you also should have insisted that Deputy Attorney General Rob Rosenstein recuse himself. He wasn't just a witness to some of the President's obstructive behavior. We now know he was in frequent personal contact with the President, a subject of the investigation. You should have left it to career officials. Then, once the report was delivered by the Special Counsel, you delayed its release for more than two weeks. You let the President's personal lawyers look at it before you even deigned to let Congress or the public see it. During the time you substituted your own political judgment for the Special Counsel's, counsel's legal conclusions in a four-page letter to Congress. And now we know, thanks to a free press, that Mr. Mueller wrote your letter objecting to your so-called summary. When you called Mueller to discuss his letter, the reports are that he thought your summary was giving the press, Congress, and the public a misleading impression of his work. He I'm cutting it right there. I cannot listen to that lady anymore. She's a senator of the United States. I love the state of Hawaii. They're great people. But please, please, all our listeners in Hawaii, please ask, can you not have a better person to represent you? Can you not find someone? that can represent you better than this lady um, that she, what I just couldn't I listened to all her drivel I listened to it I watched Attorney General Barr there and of course she didn't give him a chance to answer or defend anything she just went on and on and on and on and she made a speech she's not even running for president she's one of the few Democrats that's not now, maybe she's getting ready to, but she gave a speech and then just, just awful, awful way that she cut into Attorney General Barr and did not give him a chance to defend himself. And that is something I hope the American people will listen to her and turn against the Democrats because, like I said, I, you could just see her brain getting smaller and smaller. The hate syndrome people who hate donald trump so much and she's one of those that must that hate is invigorating it gets in her dna and it makes her shrink down into uh something where she can't challenge she she didn't want attorney general to spar with her she didn't want him to answer any questions she just was so hate filled and wanting to destroy Attorney General Barr, she asked him to resign and didn't even give him a chance to defend himself. She is a pathetic senator. Please, the people of Hawaii, please find somebody else who can better represent the good people of Hawaii. She was a disgrace in the United States Senate today or last week. Oh, please, please find someone who can represent you better all my friends in Hawaii. Now, I have to say, and then the next day, Attorney General Barr was supposed to appear in the House Judiciary. He was ready to, but they, uh, the Nadler, Congressman Nadler, the chairman of the committee, said no, uh, that uh, he was not going to just let congressmen ask questions because obviously a democratic congressman he's just not congressman adler must not have much faith in his democratic colleagues because he didn't want them to ask questions he wanted special lawyers on staff to ask the questions and attorney general uh bar said no 
you know, he's there to talk to the Congress. These are the elected people of the United States of America. The, the representatives are not the attorneys that work for the committee. The representatives of the people are the congressmen and congresswomen representing the people. They should ask the questions. They represent the people. And Attorney General Barr is correct in saying he's there. To, he, he's going to come and answer the questions from uh, the members of Congress, but not <laughs> lawyers who uh, who are working for a committee. You know, I, I think he has that right, and we'll see what happens. But it was a it was a good week last week because the truth is starting to eke out. It's like they've tried to hide the light under a bushel. But the light is strong, the truth is strong, and we need the truth to win, and we need it out in the open, we need transparency, we need the president to release the uh, documents, the FISA orders. We need somebody digging into what's going on. The mainstream media could make all kind of awards <laughs> if they would dig into this story, and they are lame ducks. I say lame ducks like a politician because who wants to listen to CNN dribble? Who wants to listen to the, a network who lied for two and a half years and now they don't know what to do and the viewers are dropping them like a hot rock? I hope they continue to because they need to be swept out and a new team needs to come on who will represent truth and journalism and not uh, the hoax and play in a hoax to the American people and playing a fiddle and a tune and dancing with, to the uh, dancing to the tune of the Democratic Party hierarchy. They just another arm of the Democratic Party right now, and that's the way Doc Holliday sees it. Next week, listen to us. We're going to have a ten-year anniversary of the Tea Party movement right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. And don't forget, start asking that question. Are the Democrats who are in charge of the House of Representatives did they get there? legitimately didn't they go back and look at their campaign commercials were they talking about trump and trump collusion were they talking about the president and how awful he was and and he's a traitor and a part of the russians if they said that in their campaign messages ask them to apologize ask them when they're going to apologize to the president of the united states to the people who they fell for the hoax and, and the people who elected him, they need to apologize to the voters if they used the uh, anti-Trump campaign commercials and included the hoax that this Russian collusion bit was. Ask, ask your congressmen who are Democrats. Ask them, are they going to apologize for winning using false information? That's all we got. <laughs> See you next week. And we'll uh, do our 10-year anniversary of the Tea Party Movement. Special, special next week's show. See you then. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.